A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts, politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication and beyond. I'm Associate Editor Jared Davis, and on today's episode I talk with Lawrence Leck. Lawrence is an artist working across video, music and VR, whose interrelated projects build speculative fictions addressing questions around AI, authenticity and geopolitics, as imagined through the future of cities like London and Singapore. In a 2017 interview on AQ&B, Lawrence spoke about how when confronted by empty cities or ruins it can lead to epiphanies about ourselves. This awareness of a social aspect to the cityscape, no doubt drawing from his training as an architect, continues to run through his practice today. He's since shown notable works at London's 180 The Strand for the major Transformer, a Rebirth of Wonder Group exhibition last year, as well as a solo exhibition at Sadie Cole's HQ. Watching his video work Sinofuturism in 2016, I remember being struck by its poignant post-truth themes, and the huge amount of political change since has only made this work more topical. I've been eager to chat with Lawrence about his ideas as they move from science fiction to fact. I'm quite interested in what algorithms are doing to the songwriting process in popular music, um, and that's something you, you touch on definitely in Idol, like this writing music for the purpose of going viral on TikTok, where the little 20-second clip that's that's um, quite memeable is, is all you really want. Or um, also like p- playlist culture, such as Spotify and Apple Music, how this is kind of flattening genre a little bit in an interesting way. When you log on to Spotify, you're not necessarily going to get um, channels devoted to certain genres, but rather you'll get kind of mood. This is the chill playlist. This is the gym playlist, etc. cetera. Um, so, yeah, I, I was wondering what your thoughts are on this, on... on uh, AI and algorithms and the songwriting process. Yeah, totally. I think at the end of the, um, I think the last day of the Sadie Coles exhibition, I had a talk with uh, Steve Goodman, who who plays the, um, I mean, the evil record company boss <laughs> in, in Idol, basically. Yeah. And I was researching it a bit, and this idea of obviously the algorithm um, modifying how music is made, or techno, you know, I guess a kind of technological determinism for the form of an of, for an art form of course um with the vinyl record you know you had singles lasting three minutes because that was the limitation of a seven inch vinyl record um played at 45 rpm and uh, and of course who is is it that record was that size because three minutes is the perfect pop song or did you know the pop song evolve to fit that vinyl record mm-hmm. of course it's a two-way thing but I had read this kind of uh, article analyzing what's the song, Despacito, mm-hmm. which was what is it like huge hugest hit of 2018 or something. Yeah, and it talked about how usually pop music, you know, um, the the formula of of it is you create uh, a hook at the intro, then you do the verse, and you go back to the hook in the chorus, and and so on. Whereas with songs like Despacito, it doesn't do the same thing what it does is that the first 20 seconds actually act more like a movie trailer so the first 20 seconds act like um the greatest hits of the rest of the three minute song so for example if you want to signify that it's going to have a kind of latin flavor you know you have some horns you have the right kind of percussion but it doesn't do longer than two seconds of that it's just half a second of 50 different things instead of 10 seconds three times so it's a very different 
uh, I mean, it's a different algorithm. I don't mean a machine learning algorithm, but a different kind of formula in order to signify to the audience, whether the audience is a human or a machine, that this is what, if you commit to the next three minutes of your life listening to this thing, this is what you will do. So it's a way to create some kind of uh, increase the probability, shall we say, that you will still listen, which of course mm. in the attention economy is everything. And what's interesting is that it works both for the human listener and for the machine listener. Because, I mean, I, th I think the reason that mood, you know, for example, you're saying things are categorized by mood rather than by genre, is that the way a machine listens to music by, you know, tempo is one of the easiest things to classify because you can see where all the peaks are. Um, you can see if there's percussion in the song or not. So it's very easy to tell whether something is slow and chill out or something is, you know, hyperactive GABA. That's incredibly easy to do with very simple analytical software. So it's, you know, it's got nothing to do with what you might think of uh, genre or voice or the intonation of things. It's much more to do with broad strokes. How fast is it? How loud are the peaks and so on? Um, and of course, as the algorithm aids in the laziness of uh, passive listening, I mean, something everyone does, um, then music, like was speculated a long time ago, becomes more and more part of the background. You know, it's perpetually playing everywhere all the time. Um, and so part of the interest with Idol, actually, besides it being about music and creativity, is that, you know, music is in some sense, like the ultimate commodity, because you can spread it so far, so thinly, with such a huge degree of control over information that you're getting back from the listener, but also still have the potential to associate a star personality, a singer, composer, whatever, with that music as well. So it's really interesting as a, I guess, allegory of a kind of data-driven age as well with music, a data-driven art age, I guess. This was just a teaser for an episode of AQMB's Artist Statement podcast, available exclusively to our subscribers. If you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full, consider signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash AQNB. You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks, while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music, and online culture at AQMB.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time.